Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Are you in a crazy-making relationship? Feel anxious, angry, and unsafe? Welcome to Save Your Sanity. Insight, skills, strategies, and inspiration for emerging empowered from toxic relationships and breaking the bonds of emotional abuse. Keep listening. We'll figure a few things out. You want to be able to trust. It's a natural thing to do. It's an organic thing to do. It should be a safe thing to do. But if you've been anywhere near a hijackal, you know very well it isn't. You want it to be. You plan it to be. You hope for it to be. You almost count on it to be. And every time you're disappointed. So why do we get into the habit of trusting them over and over and over again? It never works. It never works. Sure, it'll work for a little while until they get what they want or they become complacent again. Or maybe they'll change what you can't trust them about. But you can't trust them. You know that. So why would you? Let's talk about that for a while. Remember, a person with narcissistic tendencies is working on self-preservation. They go to great lengths to protect themselves. Never you. Never you or your children. Never you or anybody. But they go to great lengths to protect themselves. Can you trust a person like that? Who's always working in their own self-interest? Doesn't make much sense, does it? They've got to be first. They've got to win. They've got to get more. Everything has to work to their advantage. They have to remain protected and sure and taken care of and have loyalty from all kinds of flying monkeys. And you just look at them and you think, wow, that's weird. Truly, what's wrong with you? But you need all that. But do you look at them that way? Or are you so close up to them and so tired or dependent on them that you don't see them for who they really are? Totally untrustworthy, self-interested human beings. And that 100% self-invested interest is never going to work to help you in your life, or in the relationship on your behalf. Yes, hijackals take advantage of you every time, every way. They, they will. They maybe lull you into believing they care to take you, to take from you, and to use you. You know how they can do that. You know how they... They know they've got your number, and they talk to you in ways that settle you down. They talk about things that they know you want to hear, 
and the words that you've been longing to hear. And they say them, and you think, oh, they remember. Oh, they must love me. They remember what I want. They remember what's important to me. But do they ever give it to you? Do they ever give it to you? Or do they talk about giving it to you sometime? That's what we call future faking. And hijackals are masters of future faking. They'll promise you anything. The bigger the thing they want, the more they'll future fake a promise. But it doesn't happen. Why? Because you can't trust them. You cannot trust them. And they'll feign interest in you. They'll pretend to be interested in you. They'll pretend to get closer to you so that you will drop your concerns because you're so glad they finally have turned to you. And it's all manipulation on their part because they want you to tell you them your secrets. They want to tell you what would make you happy and tell you what you really want. Why? So that not too much later, they can weaponize it. They can use it against you. And they do. And I'm sure you have many, many examples of having had that happen, where you finally thought, mm, we're having a special moment. It's great. It's lovely. This is the way couples really are. Or this is the way it's supposed to be with a mother or father. And you think, oh, maybe we've had a breakthrough, only to find out a week or a month later that now you're hearing back the foolishness of your dreams or the stupidity of your choices, all things that you shared in those vulnerable moments, thinking you were getting closer because you thought you could trust them and you can't. But that feigned interest in you got you to think, oh, I will share and even overshare. And in the doing of that, you got exactly what you didn't want. More evidence that the hijackal cannot be trusted. And they love to talk about compromise. You know, I was talking about this with someone the other day, and I think I may have mentioned it on the podcast at one point. When a hijackal wants to compromise, and they tell you that they want you to compromise, they already think they're standing on the 50-yard line. They're not moving. They're not going anywhere. They just want you to give them more and more. And they want to find out how much there is to take and take all of it and ask for more because they don't compromise. Therefore, you can't trust them. Compromise means each of us gets some of what we want. That's not the way they work, is it? That's not how it turns out with a hijackal. Each of you doesn't get some of what you want. The hijackal gets and demands everything they want. 
and they dismiss and discount and make you feel wrong for wanting anything. Yeah, sure, every now and again, they'll give you a little something. You know, we all know that. But it's not their regular way of being, is it? The regular way of being is, I want you to give me everything, and I will give you as little as possible. And if you ask for anything, how dare you? That's pretty big stuff. These are people you cannot trust. And compromise is impossible when you're doing all of the giving. And they're doing their very best to make sure that you are the one who is doing all the giving. Again, you know, give you a little tiny bit, just a few little breadcrumbs, and then you think that you've been fed because they finally gave you something, and you're grateful for that? No. They need to give you the full meal deal regularly, or you can't trust them. You can't. Now, I know how badly most people want to be able to trust them. I know that because I spend my days talking to people about these things, and they really want to believe they can trust a hijackle. They want to. And healthier humans can trust. Healthier humans are trustworthy, but hijackle humans aren't. And it's a hard thing to really get your head around, to really accept that they are not going to play nicely. They don't even know how to play nicely. And if they do know how to play nicely, it isn't to their advantage. So they have little to no interest in playing nicely. Now I say little to no because every now and again, they really, 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 really want something. And so... They will go the extra mile and give you something you want. It's a big deal when it happens, isn't it? Because you think you've had a major breakthrough. But when you take those four healthy steps back, get out of your nose in the system, you realize, oh, there was method in their madness. They were after something. And I was just so happy that they were interacting with me that I got swept up, gave them what they wanted. Now I, I'm done. They have no need for me anymore. Now they've gone on their way. And I have become discounted and dismissed. That's the way it runs. So you want to be able to trust. And we want to be in healthy human relationships where we can trust. But you cannot trust a hijackal. And I know there's probably X number of people right this second listening going, how can you say that? I mean, you can trust them. I want you to write down evidence in how many times in the length of your relationship have you been able to trust what the hijackal said they would do for you, they would take care of for you, and that they would actually bring to fruition whatever they had said they would do. And be really, really honest. Because they came close. 
It isn't that they almost, it isn't the five uh, excuses why they couldn't. How many times did it actually happen? How many times could you say, I could trust the hijackal? Um, because you're going to be sucked in repeatedly. And that's just the way it is. That's the game they play. That's the way they show up in the world. I need, I need more. I need more. So I go to my supply and I try and get more. Supply is someone who wants you to love them. And so if you're the one who is providing supply for a hijackal, they can play you like a harp because you're so happy when they want something from you, when you're feeling seen and heard and no one and acknowledged and appreciated and accepted, that they can want just something tiny and you'll blow it up into something big because you've been waiting so long. So you're sucked into, into it repeatedly and you really need to give your head a shake and figure out how many times is that actually accurate? Did it actually turn out? Because it certainly won't have been anything equal. Equality you'll never find with a hijackle. I know it's sad that when I did episode 115, the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship, you know, that's the foundation. The number one thing is equality and you can't have it with a hijackal. So you can't have a healthy relationship with a hijackal. It's not possible. So you get sucked in. You get pulled over to the dark side again with great hope things are going to be different. And what did you think would happen? You were disappointed, right? Because I know what you hoped would happen. You hoped that it was your turn in the sunshine. It was the time you hoped that they were going to need something from you. And they were going to be appreciative that you gave it to them. And that was going to be super good. But they weren't. They weren't. They were manipulating you. They were using you. And so it becomes very important to see that your pattern is to be hopeful that they will give you some little tiny indication that they even know of your existence or that they care or that you have something of value to give them. And then when that happens, you blow it up into something much larger than it is and you go rushing in and you give them way more than they deserve, and then they use it against you. I'm sure you've had that happen. So I was working with a client today, and I was introducing her to our mantra. And for those of you who have listened for quite a while, you'll always remember it. But it's so valuable to remember the mantra, because we can say anything. We can have words fall out of our mouths, just like hijackals have words that fall out of their mouth. 
But where the rubber hits the road is in the behavior. Our mantra is ABB, always believe behavior. It doesn't matter what a person does, sorry, what a person says, until the behavior matches. If a person says, I love you, let me see that you do. When the behavior matches and I feel loved, I will believe that you love me. But hearing it, that's nice. I hope it's true. But until you have active proof that it's so, ABB, always believe behavior. And it's the same thing with this trust business. You want to trust them. So I'm going to encourage you to give them a tiny bit of what they want and see if what they do with it. And we will soon find out that all they want is more. They are not in any way grateful for any small amount you give them. And if you give them too much, all they're focused on is getting more and telling you that, how can we have a relationship? You won't let me in. You won't give me anything. You're emotionally distant. You're, maybe you're emotionally unavailable. All things, by the way, that hijackals are. So what do we have then? We have them just simply giving you their definition of how they think about themselves. And then we start to hear that accurately. And they are giving us that, that, telling us that you are the worst of who I think I am. And they will do that. And we have to be very aware of that. Very, very aware of that. So ABB, it's big. Always be reminding yourself. You know, you're listening to someone, you're thinking, oh, that's wonderful. That'll be great. I can hardly wait till that happens. And as you're listening to it, start thinking, when does it happen? When do I see this behavior? When do I see this behavior manifest on a regular basis? When do I see this behavior become the way the hijackal usually behaves? And it doesn't. It just doesn't. So when the behavior doesn't match the words, believe the behavior. I know it's hard. You want to believe the sweet words. You want to believe the love. You want to believe the compliments. You want to believe the engagement. But please don't. It only leads to heartbreak and a lot of undoing and a lot of healing and recovering. Two very different things. You know, once you recognize that you have been in a relationship with a hijackal, that's the first step. But then the next step is healing. To actually realize what got broken, how it was broken, what happened, how did it create unsteadiness or dis-ease, and heal, and heal. And then when the healing is complete, then you need to recover. 
you need to make decisions about how you'll go back into the world differently because you've had different experiences, you've had different thoughts, you are hopefully wiser, and you're not going to allow for a relationship of that nature to develop again. So ABB, really big neon sign all the time. ABB, ABB, check it with everybody. Just check it with everybody in your life. How are they behaving? Not what are they saying? Because a person will talk you into giving them another chance. A hijackal is really good at that, right? Oh, they're the kings and queens of fresh start. Oh, let's just forget it all and start again. That means I never have to own up to my behavior. I never have to learn anything. I never have to change. I never have to acknowledge, be accountable, be responsible. All I have to do is talk you into a fresh start. And it sounds so romantic. A fresh start. Don't be fooled by that. You can't trust that either. That's just some magical thinking. We'll have a fresh start. And I will be able to pull the wool over them, their eyes one new and different way. And it just won't happen. But they want you to give them another chance. Because it will buy them time. And you may give them another chance because it buys you time to think about leaving. Or that's what you tell yourself. I had a client today who said, I said, are you ready to go? Well, you know, maybe this time it'll be different. What are you doing? I'm buying myself some time so I don't have to make the decision. Hmm, how many times have you done that already? Many, many, many. How many more times? I don't know. Everybody's different. You're going to move when you move, when you really have had it, when it is the right time, when it's possible, maybe when you get some guidance and direction, maybe when you come on over and be part of um, my Emerging Empowered group. That's always a good thing to do. Come on over. Join in today.com. Lots of conversations going on over there all the time. Or, you know, you're talking with me, you're talking with someone else who's been through the experience. But the important thing is to get clean and clear with yourself. A hijackal is using you, you can't trust them. How long are you going to have that knowledge? And still behave as though you don't know? It's a big question. Maybe you need to work on knowing that you deserve to be treated in a healthy way. Maybe that's the work you need to start with, is to honestly believe that you deserve to not be lied to. You deserve to be able to trust someone's word and to have a person in your life whose word can be trusted. Super important. Maybe you give them another chance because you kid yourself that maybe it's not that bad. Or maybe it's me. 
Maybe I need to change. That's always a good thing to look at. Do you need to change? Is it you? Usually that's quite quick to find out. Um, but the real question is one that ends up with, well, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe at least I have somebody and I don't want to be alone. Trust me, you're much better off alone than with somebody you can't trust. Now, maybe that's not today or tomorrow. Maybe you have financial things that you have to get in order or child has to age out of school or something has to happen. There's no immediate need, but know what's going on. Know that you don't want to be kidding yourself. It's not so bad. It's bad. And it's unhealthy. So ask yourself, how long am I going to stay in an unhealthy situation? Have a plan for that. And you may get giving in to giving another chance because you kid yourself, they will change. You know, how many times you watch something on TV and you know the guys or woman is a hijackal and they come back and they say, I've changed. I took a course. I found God. I went on a pilgrimage. I saw a therapist. I've changed. They haven't changed anything except their story. But they want the fresh start. And they think it's all so instant. And you want the fresh start too. So you buy into it. Right? Oh, that would be wonderful. If that person's made a fresh start, I should give them a chance. Right? That doesn't lead to trust. If you trust that, the first time they show you you can't trust them, run for the hills. Absolutely. You may be too exhausted to do the math right now. That may be just too much. And that happens. No, you, you've got so much going on. And you've just worn out, worn down. And you don't trust that they say they'll change. And they, they guilt trip you to say, well, you don't love me. You're not giving me another chance. You're not waking up to just being as hopeful for this relationship as I am. What's wrong with you? And they'll come at you and say, you don't trust me. That's not nice. Or it's not kind. Or you're not living up to your spiritual principles. Or you're being a hypocrite. <laughs> they have an answer for everything, don't they? But all cases, four healthy steps back, see it from a distance. You can't trust them. You know hijackals are not honest. You know that from every day living with them. They're just not honest. So why would you believe them when they say, trust me? Now, I mentioned future faking a little a bit ago. You can get very sucked in by future faking. And I did an episode on future faking. So you can go and find it. Probably the most reliable place to go find it is at... Um, Save Your Sanity podcast. If you want to um, 
support the podcast, though, go to patreon.com slash save your sanity. If you're looking for an episode of the podcast, go to save your sanity podcast.com and you can find that episode I did on future faking because it's very important. It's it's a buy-in technique that they have. They, you know, they'll join you in the dream. They'll paint the dream for you. You know, it's like they'll say, it would be wonderful to go um, go on to the south of France and stay in a villa for a month and just be us together. And you go, oh, this person sees the vision that I see. They want to spend a whole month with me. Oh, isn't that lovely? No, they don't. They just know that that will get you off their back. That will appease you. That will get you to leave them alone. And then a month later when you say, you know, I love the idea of the villa. When shall we book it? Are you crazy? We're never going to do that. We don't have money for that. I don't want to do that. I can't get that much time off work. What are you talking about? There it goes. Future faking. You can't trust it. They want it. But you try because you so want it to be true. You want to be able to trust it. You want to believe it will happen. You want to believe it's what they want. And even when you're so exhausted, you may even just want to be distracted by something that sounds good to you. By something that, oh, yes, there's something there that's good. There isn't. I'm sorry to have to say that because I know everybody thinks the good in the hijackal is well worth giving them lots of chances. I think you've already given them those chances. Right? You really have. And you just don't like the result. So you give them another chance. And then you still don't like the result. I hope that listening to this episode, you will be able to say, why do I keep doing this? Narcissists are exploitative. They're in it for what they can get. They're in it for what they can take. And if they happen to have a little nasty streak in them, they're in it for what they can take away from you. They're in it for how they can hurt you. And they don't mind doing it at all. Well, you can trust people like that. They'll tell you anything. And if it works to their advantage, yay, they're happy. You can't trust them. You can't trust them. Hijackals have little empathy. I call them empathy deficient. And people with little empathy, they don't care how things affect you. They only care what's in it for them. So they don't care if they future fake and you buy it and then you feel crestfallen and sad and hurt. They don't care. They truly don't care because they're not interested in your feelings. They were interested in getting what they wanted at the time. 
and they only care about what affects them. And so that, that's a big thing to understand, that they are empathy deficient. And you keep wanting them to have empathy. They're not going to change and become people who have empathy. You're not going to. It's not going to happen that way. They don't have it. I've talked to you before about cognitive empathy. I did an episode on it. Look it up at SaveYourSanityPodcast.com. Cognitive empathy. They don't naturally have empathy. They don't naturally feel these things down to their toes. You have to figure it out. You have to do the math. What would a person do who had empathy? And then they have to figure out if they remember what to do and if they're willing to do it. So <clears throat> you still want to believe they've changed. And I understand that. You know, you're, you're probably a healthier person, not a hijackal person. That's why you're listening. And you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. You want to go the extra mile for them. You want to believe in them. It's really time to look at the hijackal and realize you can't trust them. You can't, no matter how much you want to. You're, you're very unwise to trust them. Basically, they'll come to you and tell you they've changed. But all they've changed is their costume. They didn't change on the inside. And that's important for you to recognize that if they changed the costume, right? They just changed their wearing on the outside. Nothing really changed. At all. So we'll soon be back to business as usual. And to go back to the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship, trust is foundational to equality. Absolutely foundational to equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. And it must be a constant, not a sometimes thing, but a constant. In order to have a happy relationship, a healthy relationship, a relationship in which you will have the silos of safety, stability, and security, there must be trust. There must be trust. Where there isn't trust, you're going to be absorbed by anxiety and wondering and disappointment and longing and all kinds of negative things they're going to take up all your airspace so you're focused on what you don't have rather than building a life on what you do have. So, sure, a healthy relationship can have a big wobble every now and again, but because it's a healthy relationship, it often can make it over the wobbles because you can talk, because you can both take responsibility and accountability, you can have a good conversation about where you want to go and how to fix things and how to do things differently. And you can trust each other to do it. But that's not the case with a hijackal. In the same way that when a hijackal apologizes, they're not sorry. They're just sorry they got caught. They're sorry you're talking to them about it. They're sorry you're 
taking up their precious time, being annoyed about it, and now they have to listen to you. But they're not sorry. A true apology is an understanding that something needs to never happen again, and it doesn't happen. The wobble has been fixed, but you don't get apologies like that with a hijackal because you can't trust them. And so they make an apology. They say it won't happen again. And there you go. It's happening again. So have a good look at these things. I know you want to be able to trust the hijackal because you're a healthier human. It's natural to you. But let's just get our pens and pencils and, and notebooks out. How many times have you bought into being able to trust a hijackal? And how many times have you been disappointed? And I'll tell you, the number of times you've been disappointed is likely way higher a number than the times that you have been able to feel that joy and sustain that joy, right? Because you cannot trust a hijackal. So also let's remember from this episode that you're going to use your mantra every day in every way. ABB, always believe behavior. Even when I don't want to, I will always believe behavior, mine and theirs. And when I can see that I am even falling into the trap of uh, saying things and not doing them, I can clean up my act. And when I clean up my act, I can then look at people with clearer eyes and say, that's not all right. I don't want to be with someone who cannot behave in a way that's clean and clear, responsible and accountable, and a person I can trust. So I hope that helps. I hope that helps you understand why you can never trust a narcissist, even though probably when you read the title of this podcast, you wanted to say, never say never. You can't trust people you can't trust. And you've had many, many episodes where you know you can't trust a hijackal. So questions up now. What is this going to do for you? Having heard this, are you ready, ready to make a plan? Are you ready to do something? I hope so. In the meantime, until we talk again, I hope you will think about these things deeply and that you will take very good care of yourself because you're precious and you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some insights, ideas, and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with $1 or $5 each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. 
Also, learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my Emerging Empowered community, subscribe to this podcast, find my books, all by visiting EmergingEmpowered.com. Talk soon.